Welcome to this episode of the Going Off Topic Podcast. We're two hobbits who count breakfasts before calories. That's right. We're about as authentic as the laughter from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I'm Brandon. And I'm Chris. And we are Going Off Topic. Well, that was that was fun. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to episode 30 of Going Off Topic. You know, that's actually not fair of me to say that about Big Bang Theory, because... Yeah, it is. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, they're doing their best, you know? They, it's just sometimes... It's, it's more of a critique of the studio audience role in general. Well, It's I not mean, necessarily me just, like, attacking Big Bang. They're just the easy target. Well, hold on. I used to love Big Bang Theory, so I'm just... Like, yeah, but 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 the thing is though, there is no audience. It's laugh tracks. That's all there is. And even creepier is that those laugh tracks are recordings of people who were laughing like in the '60s. Oh, so these are all like people. Some of these people are dead. Yeah, most of them are probably, and because like there were mostly adults in that audience, so kind of figured it'd be kind of weird hearing dead people laugh at your current show. So. I wonder if millennials laugh differently than these older people. Hmm. Like if we just did like a new laugh track for millennials, like it would just be kind of like a more of like a no. you know, like a soft like like a little chuckle. No, I you got know? one. The We're not hearty laughters. Like we don't have hearty laughter as millennials or or Gen Zers. Well, what about exhorting air through your nostrils? <laughs> yeah, that is pretty hip. That's pretty hipster of us. Yeah. That would like, probably be our go-to. That's pretty much how I am when I scroll through social media, basically. So Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a guest here today with us. We have Anna Baches. Did I get that right? Okay. <laughs> How's it going? We went Good. over this in pre-production. I'm sorry. I had a lot of things going on this weekend. I didn't have the right mindset. It's just how it is. But welcome to the show. Glad Thank to have you, you on. <laughs> and uh Funny enough, uh, do you know how we got her on the show here, Chris? How's that? <laughs> she is... Why don't you tell me about it, Brandon? <laughs> she is actually my hairstylist. Oh, right on. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because, like, I think it was, like, earlier last year, I, like, I, the podcast came up in discussion while you were, like, cutting my hair or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, you know, you were we were talking about, like, um, Lord of the Rings a bit. And you're like, you should talk about Lord of the Rings. I'm like, well, that sounds like a great idea. So I put like on a to-do list on my like, you know, Lord notes. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and basically like other episodes kind of got like, you know, in front of your, and you're like, you wanted to like hear the Lord of the Rings episode, but you weren't getting it. And in fact, <laughs> Game of Thrones was going to be the first one, apparently. <laughs> Gosh, come on, guys. I'm giving you a recipe for success here. And you just want to talk about Game of Thrones and some stupid ghost choose your own adventure thing you did (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like i remember i think it was a couple months ago and you were you was getting my hair done and i remember she's like why don't why don't you have the episode ready yet and then i think one of the other hairstyles was like um like well why don't you go on there and talk about it (laughs) and you're like if you want something done right dang it do it yourself (laughs) (laughs) and it's like you want me on i'm like yeah, sure. Why not? And here we are, episode thirty. Episode th- wow, thirty. Yeah, thirty. That's pretty nifty. So it's a landmark episode. So, so have you ever felt like the urge just to like Brandon look give you like a haircut style he wants, and you're like, I'm thinking no. How about we do this instead? <laughs> and then maybe just don't tell him. Just like I'm just gonna do this, and it's better to ask for forgiveness than his permission. So it's like there. That's much better. That's what that's what we're going with right there. And it's like, whoa! I didn't realize I could do the mullet so well. 
He's actually never changed his hairstyle. Never, that does not surprise me. As long as I know Brandon, that's been the style. Well, Which actually, I guess you don't mess with perfection. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, I changed my hairstyle when I actually met you in college. Oh, so, like, for, so like, you had something different going back, back before in the before times, before yeah, I knew you. Yeah, and like I would usually change my style like every three to four years usually. Like I, I never like having the same thing, but for the past – five years or so i've always liked this hairstyle i'm just like eh, yeah. might as well keep it you know <laughs> i had a bowl cut as a kid oh probably until mm. 2000 almost every kid like, <laughs> it was the did. 90s in the nutshell Oof, and it yikes. used to bounce when i would run <laughs> it was really golden blonde <laughs> yeah it was uh it was something and then i got a real haircut and then uh experimented with just shaving my head a couple times and then yeah. i settled on this which Same is here. like what i basically tell my hairstylist is uh you know, a little shorter on the sides, keep the top a little long. Sideburns, of course, block in the back. And then I'll say, uh, you know, if they're still trying to, like, picture that, it's like more Clark Kent, less Macklemore <laughs> in terms of uh, the the top-to-side ratio of hair. Yeah. Hair's just, like, very weird. Some people get it on their face, too. Yeah, like me. <laughs> I, had, I had a good, like, kind of beard going a little while ago, and then I shaved it just recently because it was just getting... Well, no. It was too much. I wasn't about the beard life no. until just recently. No, I know why. It's because you didn't want to change the album art for the podcast. <sighs> yeah, that, w- that would just be such a mess. <laughs> Graphic designing for that. No, nah, we couldn't do that. Plus, it, like I had kind of like the Keanu Reeves thing. Like if you've ever seen Keanu Reeves' facial hair, it's like not complete. There's like the, the good chops and then there's like open right. space, like where it meets the, the stash and the goatee. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I had mine growing for, like, two months, and it didn't even come close to what he had. So. <laughs> but I was making progress. <laughs> well, why don't we go ahead and get started with our Weird News and Strange Times today. Oh, boy, I got a, I got a few of them that are pretty good. <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah. The Weird News delivers? The Weird News delivers, as always. Okay. Get them weird with it. Um, this comes from Newsweek. Um, woman detained after opening plane's emergency exit because she needed a breath of fresh air before takeoff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, a woman in, was detained by police in China this week after opening a plane's emergency exit door prior to takeoff. You know, thank goodness, delaying the journey <laughs> up for about an hour. Um, the incident occurred um, at the Xiamen Air Flight um, Airport, traveling. From, you know, locations that I can't even pronounce. <laughs> uh, departing at 3.45 in the afternoon. It happened shortly after a cabin crew briefed the plane's passengers about the emergency exit procedures. You know, idea goes in their head. <laughs> um, according to the English language newspaper, the un- unidentified woman, appeared to be in her 50s, told crew that she needed a breath of fresh air. Um, Asia One citing the media outlet um, reported the woman ignored the airline staff, complained that conditions in the plane had been too stuffy. Well, I mean, <laughs> she's got a point there. Airplanes are really stuffy. Yeah, but, you know, you have to deal with it because, you know, there's no other way, but she found a way. Uh, the woman was swiftly removed from the flight for questioning by law enforcement, reports said. It is not the first time a passenger has sparked a significant delay, though, um, and possible criminal penalties have been um, done. Um of course, by blasting the plane doors open, you know, <laughs> while waiting for takeoff. Um, this past June, a man from China was detained after opening emergency exit during a flight that was departing from Bangkok. 
Um, a witness at the time said the man was appeared to be very frightened and told staff members he was not aware of the plane procedures, even though he was being told them. So I'm imagining the punishment for this is you just have to you're forced to watch a 10 hour loop of the safety procedures. <laughs> <laughs> Please put on your mask before assisting others with their mask. <laughs> um, and in May of last year, a flight from Pakistani cities that once again, I can't name. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, for approximately an hour after a man opened the emergency door telling staff later that he believed the lever on the inside could be used to wind down the window. Oh, like a, like a, like a, yeah, like a Chevy. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, numerous cases have been reported throughout the years about exit doors being open and pastors looking for a toilet even. And that's not where the toilet is. You know, the toilet's in the back or in the front, not in the emergency exit doors. So, but yeah, people are dumb. (laughs) Could you imagine being like on that flight and you've maybe been traveling for months, you're ready to go see your family mm-hmm. and you're just bored and you just sat in your seat and for once you don't have a crying kid behind you, you don't have like, <laughs> you have maybe even a free seat where somebody didn't show up so you have that extra like room. Yeah. And then this woman's like, I need a breath of fresh air, cancel the flight, whole flight's done, everybody get off. Oh gosh. Well, Flying's think, already awful. Yeah. And especially like with like infants that you can't like control just because of the air pressure and such and like i remember i went to um los angeles last november and like you know from chicago to um wow i can't think um anaheim there we go (laughs) went to anaheim's airport like there was an infant literally crying in front of me like literally four hours like during the flight i'm just like Okay, like not even headphones were canceling this baby's cries out. Like it was just bad. You need like an advanced noise canceling headphones. So knocking yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just ambient. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you got a good one. Wow. Okay. Fifth graders given deadline to get single in Southern Indiana school. Uh. Uh, yeah, a new policy at Riverside <laughs> Elementary in uh, Jeffersonville says fifth graders aren't allowed to date. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Greater Clark County Schools says broken hearts have been causing distractions during the school day, as they would, uh, for fifth grade Rivers, Riverside uh, students. They now have a deadline to get single or else. No, it's not actually in there. Get, <laughs> get single, and some parents say it goes too far. Uh, Brianna like, Bowers. Hold up, hold up. Well, yeah? goes too far we're talking about fifth graders here (laughs) (laughs) just shut it down uh brianna bauer uh brianna bauer's 10 year old son aiden has a girlfriend Ooh, well good for him humble brag (laughs) uh it's his best friend bauer said he talks to her every day they hang out outside of school and they don't hold hands they don't kiss it's innocent the school says the problem comes when the puppy love ends Arguing the broken hearts have been carrying over into the classroom. Okay. They were given sure. Tuesday and Wednesday. Wow. Two. You have Tuesday and Wednesday, and that's it. And Only you two. cancel them all. We'll deal with the, heart, the heartbreak all at once. Uh, to make sure the relationships have ended, Bauer said. Uh, to have that deadline is crazy to me. Three fifth grade teachers talked to their students about the no... The no the, <laughs> three fifth grade students talked to their students... Wow. You all right there? Three fifth grade students talk to their students. <laughs> uh, I'll get this someday. Yeah, it's Sunday. It's okay. Three fifth grade teachers talk to their students about the new zero dating policy. It was right before recess, Aiden said. 
Man, getting reflective here. <laughs> a lot of my friends went out and told their boyfriends and girlfriends that they had to break up. And that made them sad, and I didn't understand why. His mother said she doesn't understand either. I feel like it's for the parents to decide, not the school. Bauer said, uh, Tell the parents to speak with their children about heartbreak and how to deal with these emotions instead of shutting relationships or shunning relationships in general. Yeah. She said a breakup might not be in the cards just yet for young Aiden. There you go. Yeah, good spirits. Absolutely. <laughs> but that is really weird. Like It's I, kind of invasive too. Yeah, I'm I'm kinda of wondering like I think it's more awkward that they're trying to get involved than just to let it run its course. Yeah, I mean like most people, you know, haven't had that issue. I mean like I mean yeah, like when we were in fifth grade, like, you know, there was some kids are like, you know, they say like, oh, we're dating. But like the effects that are like, oh, we play kickball after school together. Like in the <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we play kickball after it's, school. I guess you could say it's kind of a big deal. Going, <laughs> going steady. Yeah. <laughs> but like, obviously, we're not talking about like high school relationship kind of levels here or above. Like we're talking about like little kids that just, you know, just have puppy yeah, love. Like you know, the, nothing the, else. The waiting pool of love, essentially. It's yeah. Just, yeah, there's nothing nothing to it how, how is this interfering with the classroom where it's just like oh, i can't do chalk today i'm real beat up about my girlfriend leaving me for another <laughs> kickball kid <laughs> like is it really gonna be is it that distracting uh, i don't know and like they said this was in indiana so it's like come on know, indy come on like come, what are you doing up. indy what are you doing <laughs> um i got one that's kind of insane so this comes from ars technica walrus attacks russian navy boat sinking inflatable boat well, the Russian Navy <laughs> going up to inflatable boats now. <laughs> uh, last week, a Russian Navy rescue tag from the Alti Peninsula, uh, the Alti from the Northern Fleet, dispatched a rigid inflatable boat to the Wolzhek Island. I'm sorry for all our Russian listeners. I cannot pronounce yeah. Russian well. I took, I did Duolingo for like two weeks on Russian. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I no tried. Excuse. I tried. <laughs> um, from the Wolzhek Island in the Franz Josef land archipelago wow okay um which is an arctic island chain occupied by only wildlife and russian military personnel wow very two vastly different things there <laughs> same <laughs> land um aboard the boat were sailors and scientists from the russian geographic society as they were attempted to land the cape geller their boat was attacked by attacked and sunk by a female walrus which was which was probably um for being feared for her cubs um, while the boat sank, the crew leader managed to get the boat close enough to land for everyone to get ashore safely, according to the RG, RGO spokeswoman. Um, the Northern Fleet reports this story slightly different. Um, a group of researchers had to flee from a female Wallace, which was protecting its cubs, attacked an expedition boat. Um, serious troubles were avoided thanks to the clear and well-coordinated actions of the Northern Fleet servicemen. No Wallaces were harmed, according to the Northern <laughs> Fleet, so that's good. But... I think that's just kind of crazy that like one animal managed to like screw over like the Russian Navy for like a small, like insignificant mission, I guess. But like the Navy has been canceled. The <laughs> walrus has got us. I feel like, I feel like though they have the, like the same kind of like, okay, maybe not the same kind of danger, but I feel like they're like hippos in a sense. Like you don't want to like mess with them, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. but you know, like there might not be a real hippo impersonation. Okay. You know what? I'll just put this in. I don't spend a lot of time with hippos. There. You happy? That there, there's a hippo for you. Okay, that's that's better. I yeah. can I can hear it. Did you hear it? Did you hear it too, Anna? Oh yeah. You heard the hippo? Yeah. <laughs> Just doing some editing magic there. After 140 mile per hour chase, man tells police he didn't think their cruisers could catch his 2002 Acura. <laughs> <laughs> 
In Lake County, Indiana. Okay, man, there's an oh, Indy. Wow. Indy right. 500 over here. Nice for the Indy, stories. Indy 2002 Acura. Uh, police arrested in India. Uh, India. Police arrested in India. Yeah, that's that's how he thought he was going to get away. He just took a, <laughs> took a trip to India. Uh, police arrested an Indiana man after they say he led them on a 140-mile-per-hour chase. You know, I think I actually remember hearing this story uh, really? earlier in the week. Yeah. A trooper was sitting stationary on the shoulder of EB-18094 uh, when he clocked a 2002 Acura traveling 116 miles per hour in a zone where the speed limit is 55. Yeah, that. Uh, well, okay, so that's like, a no-no. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> I was just passing in the left lane. I was just trying to get over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably didn't use his blinkers. Yeah. <laughs> it is the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, the driver increased his speed at the, as the trooper pulled out to catch up with the Acura. The Acura sped up to 140 miles per hour, and it began weaving in and out of traffic, even though traffic was light. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, he passed cars on the outside shoulder on two separate occasions. The driver finally came to a stop at Central Avenue, and the driver... Dino Lorenzo Gagliano. Yeah. You want to say something about that, Chris? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I thought it was just going to be Dino Lorenzo, but then there was a uh, Gagliano out there, and you know Gagliano that'll get you every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Twenty, uh, who is twenty years old of Dyer, uh, was taken into custody. Uh, let's just go with Dino because the name Gagliano. Yeah. Gagliano. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Dino said he was worried about his license, but he thought that ISP cruisers had V6 engines. He was surprised when the trooper caught up with him. Uh, (laughs) What an idiot. Dino was arrested and transported to the Lake County Jail in Crown Point. He's charged with resisting law enforcement, a level 6 felony, reckless driving, a class B misdemeanor, driving with a suspended license, an infraction, uh, speeding unsafe lane movement and failure to signal lane changes yeah hear that midwest Go use figure. your doggone lane use your signal it's not that hard people uh, and like i it's think easy, it's right there it's right next to the steering wheel where your hands are anyway they don't just have time for that chris Come. yeah what am, I, what am i saying they're just trying to just trying to frustrate you every time yeah they do this on purpose yeah you know that guy going off topical yeah well, hey. flustered by it um, I just find it funny that he thinks like his Acura is like so <laughs> amazingly fast that like not even state trooper cars or anything like that would catch up to him. <laughs> I think that this is just a win for marketing for Acura. They're like, man, okay, people think we got some good stuff going here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was looking up stuff for you know our holiday of the day. Hey! <laughs> and um, on the national every today, day is a holiday with. Brandon and Chris. Yeah. <laughs> and I was looking up stuff for um, on the National Today website, and there was a lot of religious holidays that take place today. Mm. And I really don't want to get into those that much. Oh, but that's not, we're not going to have the religious episode today. No, not not okay. not today. I was reading all these like internet tips about how to know religion. I looked at a wiki on religion and, uh, you know, I felt like I was really prepared. So. Oh, well, I'm sorry, but you won't be able to share it. It was today. illustrated and everything. There were pictures. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. <laughs> so today on September 29th is National Coffee Day. Dun, dun. So, and actually I already celebrated today because I had a cup myself. What a coincidence. <laughs> I have coffee with me too. <gasps> Did you bring any? 
I did have one at Uccello's, but Ooh. with ah. some uh, Kahlua in it. How is, how is Uccello's coffee? Is it, is it pretty good? I don't know. No? It had had alcohol in it, oh. so I mean, it made mm. it better. Delicious. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so like an Irish Uccello's coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. What, 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 what are you getting that, that this type of Detroit? Oh, water. Yeah, that water. makes sense. Water. <laughs> She's um. got water. Yep, it's good for the pipes. So there's actually two coffee holidays. Today's obviously National Coffee. Day. Yeah, I figured they would, you know, coffee's so popular. They're going to probably have like multiple coffee holidays. And the other one is International Coffee Day. But mm. there's a difference between the two, you know, besides this being national, international. Mm-hmm. So with International Coffee Day, it takes place two days after National Coffee Day. So in a couple of days here will be it. Um, and the international we need co- coffee to get pumped up and excited for international <laughs> coffee day so you gotta exactly you gotta let it get the uh, energy up before it happens for, everybody needs to be psyched like psyched you can't have uh, international coffee day and everybody just be kind of like mellow yeah <laughs> um, the international coffee organization on this holiday pledges to help struggling coffee farmers to earn better wages basically you know, pledges money and basically gives it so then they earn, you know, that's good, good wages and everything. I like that cause. Do you know what National Coffee Day does instead? Mm. Nothing. Ah, go <laughs> they figure. Just go coffee. <laughs> Yay, go get your coffee. So obviously, you know, by the time y'all are listening to this is way past National Coffee Day. But, you know, good way to celebrate it. Go to your local coffee shop, you know, local businesses, you know, take a friend, a loved one. Give them a free coffee. You know, take just, a stranger. T- take a stranger. Meet someone new. Let me be safe, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure people know you're taking a stranger. <laughs> and yeah, just wake up on this very energized holiday. You know, yay. <laughs> Everybody here drink coffee? Yes. yes. Yeah? Okay. I don't really drink it, you know, too frequently, but I do need them while I edit, though. Like yeah. these episodes. Like, because I come back from an eight-hour shift. I'm tired, like physically and mentally. So I need, I need a cup. I need a little to boost. To get me through it all. I need some, uh, I need some caffeine. How do you drink your coffee? <laughs> How do I drink my coffee? Yeah. Black. Black? Yep. Uh, my man. Same <laughs> over here. What about, what about you, Anna? Black. Black? Look at, look at look this. At this. Look we at this. We care about trio. flavor. We care about flavor. Yeah. You know, we don't want to dilute the flavor with, you know, cream and well, sugar. Well, yeah, then you're like, just getting like a dessert. You're just drinking yeah. a blended dessert, not, essentially. Not, not that I'm against cap, like, yeah, I mean, lattes. I like lattes. It's occasion. It's nice. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I go down to, um, like, guess a shout out here, but the Bitter End Coffee Shop, and they have, that's actually where I get my coffee beans, <laughs> but, you know, their lattes are good. Like, I like, you know, getting a medium cup of um irish nut to get it and it tastes tastes awesome i like it, it makes yeah. me feel good um yeah you guys and that's the other thing is you, you get these these you know dessert drinks and it's like essentially 60 percent whipped cream yeah and you're like i don't know like i just i'm not i'm not dropping any of the weight and it's like <laughs> i have coffee every morning well what kind of coffee and then you see it and it's like 60 percent you know whipped cream yeah. chocolate swirls you know, Speaking I just, of that, that sounds pretty good. It, it I'll probably go good. get myself a 60%er. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because, like, I don't know if y'all guys had the same thought as this back then, but I remember when I was in college, like, I start to go to coffee shops on my own for the first time. And I saw, like, you know, most of the time, coffees Mom, are Dad, pretty expensive. I think I'm ready. <laughs> I'm <going to> Big B. <laughs> so, like, I'll see you in 10. I look at the menus and such, and, like, you know, freshman in college, me is like, oh, those are actually kind of expensive, mm-hmm. like, 4 or $5, you know, depending on the location and such. Yeah. But then you see, like, you know, the espresso shots, 75 cents. Hey, I can Everybody, afford that. Hey, shot, shot, <laughs> shot, 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 shot. <laughs> so I remember, I, obviously, I wasn't thinking, you know, with the word shot, not going to be a lot, obviously. Uh, but I'm yeah. thinking, like, hey, this is great. It's a great wake-up thing. And, like, 
hey, I like to have an espresso shot. The guy, the barista's like, all right, here you go. And I'm, I look at him like, wait, it shouldn't be bigger? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no, it's a shot. <laughs> but it did get me through the um, um, a research paper really good that one night. So oh, yeah. I still have to thank for that. But I was expecting more, obviously. As a kid, I used to think that the unit of measurement for a shot, like when they said, oh, we'll take a shot, was actually like a shot, like in, like a medical injected. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, let's take shots. And I was like, ah, oh, that doesn't, wow. I guess that's an acquired taste for shots. But uh, <laughs> as a kid, that certainly didn't sound appealing. Yeah, it's... Although getting the Ninja Turtles uh, Band-Aid afterwards certainly helped. Hey, Sometimes made, Superman. It made you feel powerful and cool at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, I mean, there was one time where they didn't have anything but Dora the Explorer. And I've, gosh, that nearly killed my social career back in fifth grade. <laughs> walking to class. I, could, I, was, I just couldn't even show my face with a Dora the Explorer Band-Aid. Were, were you trying to like, like pull down your sleeve of your t-shirt yeah. to kind of like cover it? <laughs> hey, everybody, look what Chris has got over here. <laughs> Stop it, guys. <laughs> I didn't have anything else. it's an educational show (laughs) it helps people out um so i got one thing to discuss before we get into our awesome lord of the ranks topic coming up here yeah yeah um but y'all use uh lyft and uber frequently or you know once in a while kind of thing at all a couple times yeah do you chris nah Oh, so this is this ain't for you then? No, I uh, I, do the, I, I do the old school hitchhiking, you know, with the with the stick, the bindle. with the bandana, yeah. with a couple of my closest belongings uh, <laughs> hanging there. Usually a teddy bear poking out. And, so you're uh, the I get the the thumb out as I walk backwards on the side of uh, interstates. So you're the grifter drifter. <laughs> I'm the grifter drifter, and uh, yeah, it's a great way to meet new people. No, I I hope so. I mean, like you know. It doesn't seem real safe, though, Chris, to do it that way. Well, Brandon, life isn't safe. Well, you can make it safe. Spoiler alert, we're not getting out of this alive. <laughs> so go out there and live it. <laughs> I can't believe I just endorsed <laughs> Please do not. Going off topic does not endorse I, this. We do not endorse this. <laughs> for, for legal reasons, this is a joke. <laughs> so, like... Me personally, I've used like most people who use like Lyft and Uber, they use it for like, you know, going out and bar crawling and such, you know. I've really only used it for vacations. Like, you know, yeah. My last uh, trip in LA, like, you know, I I used Lyft the whole time. You know, I used Uber out when I was out in LA. Mm-hmm. So and that's the extent of my uh, Hey, you said you didn't. Well, you know. <laughs> you know, and like I've <clears throat> I've always found it better than renting a car just because it's, you know, less yeah. expensive. And you're not on the hook for stuff. There you go. Yeah. Um however, this Last week was the first time I used Lyft in Michigan, actually, and it was I was not proud of this moment. <laughs> so last week I was running. Um, I, I I like to run outside, you know, through Grand Rapids, and you know, um, to up to like this uh, place called Gaslight Village, which is a little bit of ways away. You know, I do about like thirteen miles or so to kind of prepare for my like half marathons and such. And I remember usually I would drive to a location near Grand Rapids, and then I would start my run. But then this time I'm thinking like, you know what? I'm going to start right at my apartment here. You know, yeah. you know, it's going to be good and it's going to be awesome. So I'm running down and the run's going great. You know, and like I'm, the weather is really nice. You know, it's not cold. It's not really too hot, but it's just, it's just right. And I'm running down and I'm just like having the time of my life. And then it got to mile seven and a half. I decided to turn back around and I noticed something. I, it's a lot of uphill going through here because apparently from my apartment all the way down to Grand Rapids, 
is all one downhill slope. That's why I was feeling so good because I was going downhill. Flying, I am the fastest man on this planet. (laughs) And I don't do this normally, but I actually had to start walking while I was running because, like, I was getting hurt. And I didn't really eat that I'm much. I'm just imagining a coach's whistle from the yeah. field. Why are we walking? <laughs> <laughs> Ten years later. I Let's hustle. <laughs> and like, you know, I'm just like, wow, I'm really hurt right now. Like, I'm, I'm feeling really sore, you know, like this isn't normal. Everybody hurts. <laughs> Everybody hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I keep going. I'm like, ow, this really hurts. Like, I have no energy, like literally depleted. And like, I remember I'm like, okay. How many more miles do I have left before I get to my part? Three and a half miles. I'm like, okay, this isn't happening. And obviously, looking at hindsight right now, I could have called my parents. I could have called my roommate. But <laughs> you I could didn't. have called your friend, your buddy, your co-host. I could have called you, Chris. That's right. <laughs> but I didn't. I probably would have been I'm... sleeping, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> probably out there not running. Yeah. <laughs> and instead, I called Lyft. And I am not proud of it, but I got home on time. And I felt good because I started eating afterwards because I didn't eat much that day, which was a terrible idea. But I remember they gave me a free upgrade luxury of that Ooh. ride. And I remember I felt kind of bad because I was really sweaty and such. So you were in a 2003 Acura. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Living it up. And I remember the guy was like, hey, you look tired. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and like like you don't mind do you and he's like oh no 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 you're fine i'll just get some towels to wipe that off later like oh really I'm like no i'm I'm kidding you're fine <laughs> but yeah like I, I felt super bad about it but you know i just i got home that's all that mattered and i paid the i paid him a good tip because i felt bad so <laughs> well i mean this thing is is we're heading into like this halloween season so like if you do that again you should just wear like a like a ghost uh costume of some kind because then they're they can be there to lift your spirit <laughs> oh dude wow that might have been your worst pun yeah, ever yeah it was pretty bad <laughs> a lot of setup too <laughs> you were thinking about that for a while i was you? i was looking around the room i was like oh halloween's coming lift lift your spirits oh, okay how do we how do we how do we land this plane chris huh <laughs> <laughs> and there it is right there oh <laughs> uh, yeah i was in la and look at this I, all three of us out in la <laughs> look at that <laughs> what, what were you doing out in la uh my best friend lives out there oh see that's a good friend to have mm-hmm. like because then it's like oh cool i can get all the benefits of la without mm-hmm. any like the, the rent right. and uh all that stuff yeah. yeah and i was going to the airport on my way home and it was probably like 10 30 11 o'clock at night uh-huh. i was tired i was up yeah. for a good probably 24 hours oh man party and in la yeah i mean <laughs> for my last night yeah well yeah exactly <laughs> gotta make the most of it yeah yeah and so then i'm like i get in the car and he i thought it was just gonna be a quiet ride like right. nice oh, and quiet that's always gonna give i will always give five stars if it's a quiet right. ride yes. we don't have to have a conversation well i told him that too i was like he just starts like asking me how my day was and i was like <laughs> i'm good like i'd rather kind of just sit here in peace and quiet they, than like to the airport and yeah. then he's like yeah of course and then like not even two seconds later he so just, what are you thinking about <laughs> he just goes on this story about his kids oh oh buddy uh, yeah and he just oh, keeps talking and talking and i was like yup and i'm sitting here texting 
seen like Ricky, I was like, oh my God, worst Uber ride ever. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, so where are you from? And I'm like, Michigan. And he's like, oh, that's a far oh, away place. The glove state. <laughs> <laughs> and we just started talking about like Michigan and stuff. And he's like, I hope this Uber ride isn't weird for you. And then he keeps talking. And I was like, I need to smoke. Like yeah. this guy, <laughs> like, oh my word. <laughs> and so I was like, is it okay if I smoke in here? And he's like, no. I'd rather you not. And I was like, oh, okay, like, fine. Yeah. And then he's like, but I mean, if you need to before your flight, go ahead. Huh. I was like, okay. So then I was so like, after I've dropped you off. Yeah. Well, no, like, <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, so is it okay or is it not okay? And he's like, I'm here, I'll roll down the window you. for you. And okay. I was like, okay. So I started smoking. He's like, you know, those are really bad. And there's uh. a huge lecture about it. I'm like, this Uber ride needs to end. <laughs> See, that's the thing is we need to get to a point where it's like if our online dating apps are so customized now, we need more online right. uh, Uber Lyft uh, customization where it's like, are you a talkative person? Would you prefer to ride in silence? Check ride in silence. That would be a great And then you're matching idea. with people, uh, drivers who also are like, like I, I don't, don't want really to talk, talk to with you. people either. Yeah. Because you know, then it's like everybody's getting the five-star experience. If I'm sitting there and it's just like, hey, how you doing? This is the place. All right, cool. Here we go. Buckle up. That's <laughs> it. That's all I need. And hey, see you later. You know, may the wind be at your back. I'm sorry. I stole that from my coworker. Yeah, but I, I, <laughs> I know. He's going to hate that. Anyway. <laughs> the coworker that must not be named. That must not be named. That will not be on this podcast. Ever, anyway. ever, ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, you <laughs> jerk? <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, that's all we needs to be said for me to have a five-star experience. I mean, I did have one good experience with a talkative Lyft driver. And most of the time, like, you know, when I went to L.A. with my friend Christian, also previous guest of the podcast, uh, yeah, friend of the pod. Yeah, friend of the pod. <laughs> and, like, we were, like, in the back. You know, usually we would just talk to each other. And, you know, the driver would be you know, like, okay, you know, they're going to talk. They're not going to talk to me, whatever. And our driver one time, you know, had, like, um, serious XM going. And suddenly we got into a conversation of like symphony music and like we went really full in depth. Like this guy knew his stuff. And like, I'm like, whoa, this is cool. Actually, like, I'm actually talking to a Lyft driver for once. <laughs> and like, it was just like one of the rarest experiences. So good on you, guy. I can't remember the name of. Uh, I gave you a good tip. So hope you used it well. <laughs> um, but when my friend Christian and I were in LA, this was our last full night. And we decided to go meet our friend Mariah in Hollywood. And we decided. Oh, shout to, out to Mariah there. Shout out yeah. to Mariah. And we decided to eat this um, vegan restaurant we went to. And you know, we were just like, you know, having a good time catching up and such. And she's like, "Hey, you know, are you still going to be in Hollywood for a while?" I'm like, "Like, yeah, yeah, for a little bit." You know, it's like, "Why don't you go to Amoeba Records down the block here?" And like, it's like you guys will love it. Just full of vinyl records, full of music, full of movies. Like, it, it's heaven for you guys. I'm like, okay, cool, we'll do that. And we decided to go in. We stayed there a lot longer than expected. We stayed there for about three hours or so. Oh. Yeah, it was three hours. Yeah, it was insane. Like a lot Holy of cool stuff. Toledo. Actually, if you look at some of the Pelican cases I have here, some of the stickers are from that store. You, so, yeah, you had to go to a record store to find stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> but you know, we we're going through, and it was getting kind of late, but not really. It's like nine o'clock ish or whatever. And I'm just gonna say this right now: L.A., like downtown L.A. And, you know, Culver City, Burbank, very nice. You know, a lot lot cleaner than I expected. Uh, Yeah, seriously. I've had the same thought. However, Hollywood is a different story. (laughs) It is trash. (laughs) And we were 
um, my friend Christian, he was like, we need to go see Mark Hamill start. And this was our first time going down the, you know, walk of fame, whatever. You're like, okay, it's cool. It's an iconic, you know, tourist trap, but whatever. And, you know, we're walking down and we're like, oh, oh wait, that's right. You just can't get five feet without being heckled on the walk of fame. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had to shut down one sidewalk because the AFI Film Festival was happening at the Chinese theater. Mm. So everybody was on one sidewalk the whole time. Yeah. And while we're walking down, you know, there was like, you know, people selling strange meat. There was people like <laughs> selling their mixtape and they're like, uh-huh. hey, buy my buy Who my wants demo. squirrel. <laughs> and I'm like, no thank you, no thank you. And you know, we're walking by really tacky shops that, you know, have like those fake Oscars that are like, I'm a winner kind of thing. Oh yeah, oh, with yeah. the name yeah. printed on it. Yeah. yeah. I bought and one for my dad. <laughs> Number one dad. It was. <laughs> it was for Father's Day. There you go. <laughs> Show appreciation. I'm actually wearing the shirt I got in LA. Whoa. Wow, I didn't even oh, realize yeah, that. That's I didn't on even your profile. Pl- I didn't even plan that. <gasps> wow. Look at that. Serendipity. <laughs> so, like, I was mad rushing it to, like, go to Mark Hamill's star and leave, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my other left story that I have. And also, um, yeah, I guess I can tell the story. Um, we were we were going to – it was, like, our first day, like, first full first day. And we decided to go to Universal Hollywood. And, you know, the theme park was awesome. And, like, you know, I take the Louver, the lift over there. The Luber. The, the Luber. <laughs> Oops. I don't I know take, about this service. <laughs> so I take the Lyft to Universal City, and it's no problem. And the thing you got to realize with Lyft is that, like, they use a lot of GPS tracking and such. And when you yeah. get it, like, the card is, like, locked into it. So, mm-hmm. like, you got to be careful not to, like, oh, I want this one, I want this one, and this one. Because if you do, you know, your debit card may be locked out. And that's what happened with me. Mm. As soon as, you know, we, we were done with Universal City, we're like, okay, let's go back to Anaheim. And it was not accepting my card. And I'm like, that's odd. I have the money definitely for this. Like, why would I do this? And like, oh, it's a security risk. And I'm like, oh, no. And obviously, I know better now. But this was like on a Sunday. And the bank wasn't open technically. But me being an idiot, I should have called the card services, which is open 24-7. But I was thinking, oh, I have to call the bank. And I'm like, crap. They're closed and I am stuck here with no money. And like Christian didn't like he only had some cash with him and such. And he didn't have any money transferred to his card yet. So it's like, we are stuck here. <laughs> like we have to find out a way to do this. And luckily we were able to have um, uh, his, he was able to put money back into it. But like at first I'm like my first night here and I'm going to be stuck. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> You know, I was, uh, when I was, I'll just say this also as well, uh, yeah. my walk of fame experience. Uh, so yeah, a lot of hecklers. Oh yes. Uh, a lot of people trying to get you to take their tours and yep. get on their tour buses. <laughs> um, but then there was this also a bunch of people selling like mixtapes and all kinds of yep. stuff. And I had this one guy, this one, I mean, he, all I could say is he looked like Terry Crews. He's just a big old dude. Dude, it may, it may have been it Terry It might have been Terry Crews. I don't know, but they, that, 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 maybe Terry Crews was trying this out. But maybe. basically he was uh, this guy, this big guy just kind of like introduced himself to me. And I, you know, I, like I said, I give five stars to Uber drivers if they just don't talk to me. Yeah. It's the same thing with people on the street. Yeah. Like I gave you five stars if we just nod that's about it i don't need anything else there's not like i'm good just going my separate way you going your separate way yeah uh no hard feelings either way and uh so basically this guy's trying to talk me up and i'm he's like oh where are you from man and i was like i (laughs) western hemisphere minnesota (laughs) so So i told this guy minnesota he's oh right on right on uh so you like what kind of music do you like do you like hip-hop 
And of course, of course, I, I was, I was uh, like looking back on it. I'm like, wow, you didn't have to be a jerk about it. But yeah. I was basically like, eh. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute, because I, mean, I do like hip hop, but it's yeah. just not my, I guess, not my favorite. Right. I'm, I'm more of a, you know, more of an indie guy. But anyway, he, he, it, it was clear that regardless of what my answer was, he was giving me this mixtape. Yeah. And I thought he was just giving me this mixtape. You have to pay so, for it. Yeah. So he just he yeah. puts it in my hand. and He's like, Oh, I remember this. Thing. Yeah. And then he's and then he basically is like, Yeah, that'll be like fifteen bucks. And I'm like, Oh, I I don't have that. And before I could even finish saying I don't have that, he snatches it right out of my hand, and he is already talking to the next person next to me. It was like it kind of just reminded me of like Terry Crews in uh, uh, the Longest Yard, like Cheeseburger Eddie. Just give me that cheeseburger. <laughs> give me that mixtape. I was kind of thinking when he said that. <laughs> you figured like you know you want to get your name out there like you know the best way to do it is not charge people to have listen to you yeah. kind of thing. but i guess that's what soundcloud is for a hey. <laughs> so we use for this mm-hmm. um this is funny um okay let's go ahead and get into our middle earth lord of the rings hobbit discussion oh no that's jurassic park dude dun 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 oh no that's star wars we have copyright things we have to deal with here and this is gonna like make it worse ah of course i'm forgetting what how it goes boom 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 no no that's from finding nemo ah yeah yeah so obviously we're all lord of the rings fans here right right from once the movies at least started i guess yeah oh you were you were before just in the mixtape it's okay. I'm more of a uh, Wheel of Time guy. <laughs> I'm more of a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure guy. <laughs> so Back to the future. Off the get go, books, movies, like which ones like have you uh, like been exposed what is, to? What has been your experience? Well, since I'm kind of starting reading the books, I have to say the movies because <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm only the second chapter in. Mm, but gotcha. I do love the movies, but like from the two chapters I've been reading, it's kind of weird, like how much it's off on the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, because like in the book, in the beginning, it's like years have gone by before mm-hmm. they even start this journey after Frodo oh, yeah. gets the ring. And then in the movie, it's, like, that night. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I think, like, in the books, the whole, like, Lord of the Rings books are, like, 20 years of, like, length of yeah. going on. And, like, in the movies, it's, like, I think three and a Gandalf half Gandalf is giving like Frodo a ring that night. It's like, whoa, we're Gandalf, going. we're going way too fast here. <laughs> I like you, Gandalf, but we got to slow this down a little bit. I'm not ready for this kind of commitment. I, I need some time for myself to figure things out. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, a few years. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and, like, even Frodo technically is, like, 50 when, like, yeah, he s- that's what starts it, it off. And, like, he turned 33, but, like, in the movie, he looks like a child. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the point. The, the, but Hobbit, the Hobbit years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insanely crazy, like, how much they, like, missed out. And, like, but the thing is, though, these movies aren't, like, you know, really short and condensed either. They're very no. long, too, especially the extended editions, yeah. which are the best, just saying. <laughs> you should only watch yeah, those seriously, versions. seriously, there's, there's no going back after you've seen the extended edition. Yeah. Especially when you watch them first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like you come back and you're like, oh, great, a version that's not as detailed or as good as the extended. Right. right. Yay. Well, when you watch it, like, so when I went and saw all the Hobbits in theaters, obviously that's not extended. So mm. then we bought the extended box set when all three of them came out. Yeah. Mm. And so, like, me and my dad just binge watched them 
And, like, and the only thing I can really remember from it is the extended edition in the third one. Oh, they it have is rated so, R. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, I don't, because I went to go buy it, and I was six or 16 or 17 at the time. Yeah. And they're, like, I need your ID. And I was, like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and they're, like, because the third one's rated R. I'm, like, no, it's not. I went and saw this, like, yeah. PG-13 in theaters. And they're, yeah. like, but it's the extended edition. And then we watched it, and I'm, like, oh, my word. Like, this is oh, so much better. Like, it really is. They had so much more extra content in it. Mm-hmm. And so it was Yeah, I remember. Um, oh, yeah, but by the way, uh, just spoilers out in front here. Just li- listeners, like, if you haven't even, like, read the books or watch the movies this ain't for you Snape <laughs> kills Gandalf dude no <laughs> come on <laughs> um, so yeah just saying that right now um, so I actually I've seen the first three Lord of the Rings movies in theaters I've seen the first two Hobbit movies in theaters but I didn't see the third one I had a lot going on you were busy I was, we get I was it. very busy yeah. I had things to do you're a busy guy <laughs> I know but um, so like you know 2014 I didn't see Battle of Five Armies when it came out and I actually haven't even seen it, period. Really? I've only seen the Lord of the Rings movies and the first Hobbit movie. So, really? Yeah. What are you doing on this show? I don't know. Should I, <laughs> should I, just, should I just go? Yeah, just, just mosey on I over will. out of It's nice to meet you, Anna. I will, uh, <laughs> I will uh, just leave you guys to it. <laughs> but um, my friend, once again, my friend Christian, shout out. Um, he, it was like our, it was 2015, and they actually had the extended edition of Battle of Five Armies, coming out in theaters and they were promoting like this was rated r you know like lots of blood and gore and i'm like okay i mean you <laughs> piqued my interest but like you know let's see if it's actually good you know the battle so, of five armies aka a game of risk <laughs> it's yeah. a good number because then it's like there's always that one person who's like all right i'm just sitting out watching everybody fight and then i swoop in when uh you know i see the numbers and they, these people of the four have beaten each other up it's a good number you want to be the five yes um and like i remember i was like so like I haven't even seen the extended edition of Battle of Five Arms. I haven't seen the theatrical whatsoever. So, um, and I remember I think it was like later on that year it actually had that ex- deluxe edition of like all the extended yeah. versions and such. And I'm just saying right now from what I've heard of the theatrical of Battle of Five Arms, like it's not even that great, but the extended edition makes it so much it better, does. including. Um, Oh man, what is his name? Uh, the guy's funeral at the third one. Um, oh, Thorin. Thorin. Thorin Oakenshield. Yeah, Uncle, like, ben. <laughs> Uncle Ben. <laughs> and they actually have his funeral, which they didn't have in the theatrical. No, which they is didn't. Crazy, like yeah, utterly mind-boggling. <laughs> but um, actually, I was um, but before we had this episode, I was actually like rewatching the first Lord of the Rings mo- movie. Um, actually, we were playing D and D last night. That's right. Yeah, and we, we had it on D&D the background. And had Lord of the Rings in the Vizsla background. Pretty and, good. And I remember um, there was a moment where like the Minds of Moria part happened, and I remember the we thing all is stopped playing D and D to watch yeah, it. Yeah, we did. And like normally, like when we play Dungeons and Dragons, we have like the audio of whatever we're watching all the way down because we want to make sure we can hear Chris. You know lead the game and such and this is more like okay we're turning up the volume on this we're, we're having time for this part and like for a good 15 minutes we were watching that whole scene up until gandalf you know fights the balrog and falls you down. shall not pass <laughs> and i was telling him i'm like this literally this scene here like him and the balrog might be one of my favorite moments like in cinema period like it's just so well paced so it's so powerful literally the word epic can be used appropriately for this thing like it is just it's beautiful you know um well and interestingly enough it was that scene that started this podcast 
We were sitting mm-hmm. on the couch about a year ago, and we were watching that. Almost ex- two years almost ago, Almost two years, yeah, watching Minds of Moria in <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring. And it was when they're, like, on that column as it's, like, like shifting, and then it's, like, Aragorn and Frodo have to jump. Yep. And we're sitting there, and we're like, we should do a podcast. <laughs> so. And ep- that's 30 episodes happened. later, yeah, still doing there it. There we go. So we got to give some dedication and thanks to, to Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Because without it. Probably wouldn't be doing this right now. So. Yeah, so we'll just have to get Peter Jackson on at some point. We'll get the whole cast of Lord of the Rings. They're on all at friends some of point. the pod, right? Yeah, <laughs> if we say it enough, it'll eventually be true. <laughs> um, we can at least get their lawyers on. I'm sure. Yeah, that, we'll definitely <laughs> get in contact with their lawyers. <laughs> it won't go towards our way, but you know that's how life is. <laughs> so, do you guys like have a favorite of the trilogy? Of just Lord of the Rings? It could be uh, the Hobbits too, but I don't know if. Hobbit movies are over Lord of the Rings, but you know. Oh, okay. Well, I it seems would a little. Pick Lord of the Rings over the <laughs> yeah. Hobbit any day. Uh, I like Return of the King the best. I think mm. surprisingly. Really? Yeah, I hate the Fellowship one. It's so <gasps> really? boring to what? me. There's like oh, I don't know. no, there's no like action towards Mine's it, and it's well, that one, that one, <laughs> and, and the fight at... with the big old archive, bro. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. And Saruman and Gandalf when they're fighting in the tower. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is funny because well, like because all the third one is is like war fighting. It's all war. Yeah. Like exactly. that's what I like, and then like well, the second and, one and has ex- a mix yeah. more with all yeah. the, the ends and yeah. stuff. That, that's my favorite. Part. I really needed the more. Ex- <laughs> I needed more extended looks between Frodo and Sam. I needed more of that. That is true. Yeah, I can. <laughs> more, <laughs> more extended scenes of him getting wake- woken up by everybody in his bed <laughs> in slow motion. Sam. there is actually a slow-mo version of that scene where you just have frodo it's like very slowed down everything the audio too and you just it's like a thing isn't that in the movie I, I, no, I think it's on like YouTube where they did like a spoof like even of it where they even slower. Oh, even slower, and the audio yeah. is slowed down too, and it's just like the laughs were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because like your favorite is Return of the King. Yeah, my favorite is Fellowship. My um, favorite, Two Towers. Really? Yeah. So Look like, I was kind of hoping like when before we did this episode, I'm like, I'm hoping like, oh, I hope all three of us have like different favorite films because like yeah. that would be perfect. <laughs> that's that's very. I don't know too many people that actually don't like Fellowship as much. Like, you yeah, know, I was gonna still, say that there's no wrong answer. All three of them, I consider all good, are great. They're all good. But yeah. if I'm ranking them, I see. Like, yeah, that, there that's has to be. A, yeah, there has to be a third place. There has to be a third. There has. To, yeah. I mean, what are you gonna put? We're gonna have like one of the Hobbit movies be third place. <laughs> we can give them all participation trophies, all three of them, yes. and then all of them are winners. <laughs> um, like I like I like Fellowship a lot because like um, I feel like it gets stand on its own, separate from the trilogy, and like it still has a conclusive ending, even though like yeah, it, there's still more to come. But like it's a perfect pace of like you're going into this world, you're figuring out like you know the whole Shire part's like right. a beautiful part for me because like you know it's a simple life, you know it's like full of you know happy people, and then suddenly a darkness enters right. in, yeah. and like you have to do something about it. And like the more and more action comes, you see you know Rivendell, you see the Council of Elrond, and you see you know you know the later on begins, yeah, and it just it really does begin, and like. I, I mean, it's a good way to show everything, how it all comes together. Because, yeah. like, mm-hmm. if they didn't have it, then, like, everyone would be lost. And yeah. we're all, like, an elf and a dwarf came from. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
and and I understand like what you're saying, like like if viewing it like not for the first time again, I can see like being repetitive and such, you know. But for me, I don't know what it is. It's like you know using the practical effects locations of like you know, it's not a CGI background like in the Hobbit movies. Like it, you're right. literally there in you know that Hobbit home in New Zealand. You're you know out you know okay maybe like some of the mountains were like cgi but like you know but um but overall like everything it's just it feels authentic and like that's very hard to do with like a huge fantasy maybe want to move to new zealand well especially for 2000 like early 2000 like and then all they like all those orcs are actual people and then like makeup and everything (laughs) (laughs) but like all of them in habit you can so tell it's all cgi like it it's just so like you put them together next to each other and it's like it's awful and and the thing is though is that with the og trilogy like the cgi that's used in there it's used with the correct lighting so like you know a lot of like the the Balrog looks still good today because oh, it's yeah. in the dark. Like it's in the dark. It's shaded by like the you know really sharp polygons. I, I guess I guess I don't know how to phrase it. <laughs> the effects that are used, like they still use the practical stuff only when they can't. Uh, they use the ones unless they can't. They use CGI. But with yep. there, there's actually this photo and it's um, on set of the first Hobbit movie and it's inside Bilbo's home and. The set photo has Ian McKellen in costume, kind of like putting his hands over his face, looking tired. Mm-hmm. And like you just see nothing but green screen. Really? And like a green screen table. And it's like most of that movie was literally shot in green screen. And Smart like being green. it's it, <laughs> getting off the green. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey everybody. <laughs> I heard that's why he's not wanting to do like anything with it anymore either, mm-hmm. because yeah. it's so different from when he did Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. And like um, I, I think like the big thing too is that like this technology when it came out, you know, like it's decent. That's the best way I can describe it is it's decent CGI, except for Smaug. Smaug oh, looks fantastic. All the budget went to that, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know But they made plenty of money off yeah. of it. So But take this these three movies and watch them fifteen years later. How up to date and how oh, good yeah. will it age? Right. I'm gonna say right now, it won't look good. And the reason why Lord of the Rings looks good still, even almost the movies, like the first one is like 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. And like, it was Which still mind boggling to think about. It, it is <laughs> like, it's still going to look good. It still looks good today. And yeah. it'll look good, you know, 20 years later too. Especially when you watch it on a 4k TV. Yes. Oh my word. It's like yes. nice and crisp mm-hmm. still and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, 18 yeah. years ago. And Elijah Wood looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that Keanu Reeves uh, elixir as the well. Eternal youth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's like him, Keanu Reeves, and, and Samuel Cruz. Jackson. Oh, Tom Cruise too. Yeah. And Samuel Jackson. Like they all look the same for mm-hmm. the past twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> and even Tom Cruise is like thirty years technically. Exactly. Yeah, it's. it's I, I need some of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously Gollum too. Like you know, freaking incredible actor any circus is, and also like how good he still looks. You know. Stupid. <laughs> I love the like split personality thing. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> go away like, and never come back. <laughs> there's some great memes just from like him having his conversation with himself that yeah. like is totally relevant. And, Nobody know. likes you. <laughs> we don't have any friends. <laughs> have you guys seen the? Uh, <sighs> that's actually good. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> and like the MTV Movie Awards happened like a while, like it was like 2005, and they had mm-hmm. Andy Circus like 
present an award and like they it was like being filmed it wasn't like on stage it was like in backstage mm-hmm. and then like they had him like as Gollum like take Andy's award and he's like you don't deserve this you know like, <laughs> you don't deserve this. it's one of the funniest things ever like you actually hear Gollum swear which is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like stupid effing hobbits <laughs> like this is amazing <laughs> like like I never would have expected like him to do that but um but Gollum in the first Hobbit movie looks even better yeah and like that's the one thing like I think like most of the budget of like the Hobbit yeah. movies were spent on this cap motion capture character. So yep. like Smog looks amazing mm-hmm. and then Gollum looks amazing. Even though Smog's like in it for like five minutes <laughs> in the last one. Yeah, in the, but, in the Battle of Five Armies, he's literally just in the beginning and he gets impaled and like that's right. it. He's I would have thought they had more because they like, yeah. I mean, they in the second one, all they did was like bring him to the mountain and stuff. And yes, he's in it for like probably the last half hour of yeah. the movie and then first and, like, five minutes of and, the new and most the next of, one. Yeah, and like all of it's like with the dialogue, which is fantastic. The mm-hmm. way that like, that, like just creeping through yeah, the place. Like, Desolation and... of Smaug is like my least favorite like Middle Earth movie, I'd say. But like that part with Smaug, like is like on my top like it ten of the whole series because it's yeah. so well made. Like you know acted and like yeah, having Bilbo going through a CGI pile of gold looks kind of funky <laughs> now. But like yeah. that's not what I care about. I care about like the interactions, the facial structure of like Smaug like grinning or you know. and all the detail yes. like in his scales and everything mm, oh, and so like cool like oh. and his eyes his eyes yep i remember like in the first hobbit movie they yeah, teased the it. I'm, I'm like, I'm like oh, don't you do that like give me give me something more <laughs> you and you know? just like hear the little growl <laughs> and then he opens his alligator yeah. looking eye and yeah. everything oh like in this is uh the second one again but like you know when he like wakes up like he's starting to wake up you see gold just like yeah you don't down. think how big he actually yeah. is huge. in there and, and like, then like it just all lifts up and like we, we think the game of thrones dragons are huge like no the no. smog is like the scale like the how scale. did bilbo not like <laughs> yeah. see himself and like, like, i love how he like like exhales through his nostrils and like gold flies out and like mm. falls i'm like like oh that's so well, he's been detailed. sleeping for how many years mm. long, decades. long decades easily um but yeah just like the whole like i think like obviously like with the lord of the rings movies the technology was like a huge forefront into this and um easily with like you know the the, the first lord of the rings movies you know it was with Gollum, and like you know this one's like the hobbit movies are like with facial captures and like what what can they do with the Amazon one now? Like, cause like now I'm thinking like like what can they do to top that? Cause like you know, right. I mean obviously I have a mindset in 2019 right now. Like you know, this comes out in the 2020s. I, I have no idea what technology is going to be like. Cause you know, 20 years later from when Lord of the Rings came out. Yeah. Too, mm. so. Oh why did you have to say We'll be that? watching it in a flying cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be projected in our brains so we can actually watch it anytime mm. only on Amazon. <laughs> that would be awesome. Can't buy it or anything. Yeah. No, nope. You know, I, uh, my brothers and I, we started doing this a couple of years back where we have, uh, we have a little poodle terrier mm-hmm. and her name is Cece. And <laughs> one day we were just like, kind of like goofing off and we were just kind of like doing the golem voice. And we were just like, <laughs> we was looking over at Cece and it was just like, so, 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 so. <laughs> was she like ignoring you the whole time? She just kept giving us this side eye. Like she's like, just like laying down. She just, every time we say Caesar, she just like looks up at us. We're like She doesn't move. She just moves her eyes, gives us the side eye, and then goes back to looking straight ahead. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> 
was like, gosh, I'm dealing with these idiots here. <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing was like, I remember like in when I was when the when those movies came out, like all the kids were impersonating Gollum oh, too. Yeah. Like oh, I could never do it. Like I I don't know like what vocal like I can't range do it like how it's done, but like. It, Kudos to you. I'm jealous that you can do that. Like, <laughs> that's very awesome. I wish I could. Because that way I could. I just it, practice. He's, in the car I was like, he's all probably practicing. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Easily. He People think I'm for this. <laughs> Actually, fun There's fact he was, uh, he was auditioning for Gollum for the Hobbit movie. That's right. That's correct. He didn't get it, though. Yeah, I know. They didn't want a 12 year old. No. I know. That's weird. Wait, you were 12 when the Hobbit movies came out? Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the original <laughs> Lord of the Rings. My bad. <laughs> we can pretend that I said that. Yeah. <laughs> to make you feel better. Yeah. That's probably for the best. That's that, that's a better excuse. There you go. <laughs> also, just the music, too. The music oh, yeah. done, even in the Hobbit movies, I'd say the music's still good because it's done by the same composer still. Mm-hmm. Like, it still has that, you know, familiar tone from the previous movies. But, like, I was listening to um, the music on Spotify, and, like, it's still good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really surprised, like, how well it still catches my ears. <laughs> yeah, I work out to the the lord of the Rings soundtrack every day like like 13 oh yeah mine's a moria soundtrack here we go um i will say though i think one of the best parts of the whole at least of the movies is the how good the food looks in these movies like i want to jump into this world and have some of that shire food because that looks amazing (laughs) i was about to say i can't even remember when there was food Really? No. The bread? Oh. Yeah, I just remember the, mm-hmm. the little, yeah, little elven bread. I always bread. have to eat when I'm watching these movies because yeah. I'm going to get hungry. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, three hours, well, three plus hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, like, if you look at the part where, like, they're in the Prancing Pony, like, you know, Mary, Pippin, Sam, and Frodo are having some food and drink before mm-hmm. they go back to the hotel room. And you can, like, see, like, some sausages being made. You see some, like, you know, the fruits on the side, bread. I'm just like, oh, this looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, if only they had a restaurant I know. that'd be the, the good Rings idea theme. in like New Zealand oh, yeah. like yeah. call it the Prancing Pony and nah. stuff All right. hear that New Zealand <laughs> free money All right. right there alright hear me out I think we talked about this on a, a episode a while back okay. but you know how Harry Potter has its own theme park. You know yeah. how I have Star Wars has its own theme park. Lord of the Rings. Has I have its own. said that to so many clients, and they're mm. just like, "What is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like, that's I like look get at out them. of my chair." Well, I'll tell them I didn't like Harry Potter. That like I loved it, like the rides and stuff. But like yeah. I'd never watched Harry Potter, yeah. so like I don't know all of it. And so I was like telling my dad, "I'm like, how cool would it be? Like five or six years ago, mm. how cool would it be if they made in New Zealand an amusement park all Lord of the Rings?" Yeah. Yes, like please. that'd be so cool like you have so many options right exactly oh, that'd and, be amazing <laughs> and here here's i think would be a great idea is that like if you want to add on more to like you know the film lore i guess you could say add in some of the parts that were in the book into the theme park so like mm-hmm. a character like tom bombadil for instance have him in the yeah. park because that's like a like oh i'm experiencing more of the movie without another movie basically like i i am in this experience you know so like I think that'd be kind of cool, like it would, add on some of those kind of things. I'm surprised they haven't. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I'm surprised they did Harry Potter or Star Wars before, because I feel like I mean, like Lord of the Rings is big. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess probably not as big as Star I, Wars. I but thought yeah. Amazon Prime was doing something. Well, they it, are. Yeah, they are. It's upcoming. Uh, we still don't know when it's happening. Right. Yeah. I think they're still like talking about production. And yeah. Stuff right so. News is very sparse about this, and like I'm actually kind of excited for this. Like I, from what I've heard, like there's going to be 20 episodes for the first season alone, which mm-hmm. is insane. And it takes place during the first age of so like 
you know, the whole like, you know, years and centuries of middle earth is direct, um, is divided by ages. So like, you know, the move, the movies and the books take place in the third age, I believe. And after the return of the King ends, that's when it becomes the fourth age. Um, but in the Similarian book, which is basically a huge lore Bible of mm-hmm. Middle Earth stuff, like the first age is when things really started to pick up. So, like, you know, a whole Amazon show based on that is really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently, it's the most expensive, like, production of, like, movie, television, period. It's like it's $1 billion dollar budget, I believe, is like the. If what they're they trying had. to top Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, yeah. like, for a show, mm-hmm. like, it has to be. Exactly. And I think what I'm really excited about it is that, like, they're very keeping this hush-hush right now. Like, we don't know anything about this. I can't find, like, anything about it. Like, I read a a, a magazine article at work, like, probably a year ago. I think that's what we started talking about it. And I was, like, just looking through the magazines, and I saw, like, something about Lord of the Rings. And I was like, what? And so I'm reading it. I'm like, no way. And then (laughs) a year later, it's still not, like, there's nothing about it. They're keeping it so quiet, like, even the people in it and, Mm -hmm. like, everything. Yeah, and I've heard that, um, like, for pre-production stuff, they have the doors, like, padlocked with, like, you know, the the highest tech ever. And, like, they actually have security guards outside these doors of these They have armed uh, elves with bows guarding (laughs) these doors at all times. It's not decoration. (laughs) Should have had Urukai. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but, like, they're keeping this so secretive. And I don't blame them either. Like, you know, they want to, like... you know it's going to be good, though. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they're putting a lot of time and effort into the show. And, you know, I remember a guy from work was telling me, like, hey, when do you think this show's going to happen? And I'm like, honestly, 2024, 2025, I think, is a safe it's bet. Be a while. Because it's going to take a while for, like, you know... It's going to take a while. episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know, you figured, like, you know, oh, this would be, like, a six-episode season or something like no they're going full boat like 20 episodes like i feel like this will be the only season though if they do you think that so many yeah yeah of that many probably yeah. if that many and depending on how long they are too mm-hmm. like how sherlock is like only three episodes long but they have like in each season and then it's like an hour and a half for each episode right though. so like a, like a limited series basically right um but i will say this though once it does premiere you can bet your butt that I'm getting an Amazon Prime account because I want to watch that. <laughs> well, Amazon Prime has been stepping up their game in terms yeah, of quality, quant- quality quantum content. <laughs> uh, Marvel's Miss Maisel and then the the boys or something. Yeah, like I that. want to see the boys. Uh, yeah, like that's what the boys, I was told too to watch. Yeah. I heard that was really really good. Um, I already when, pay for Hulu and Netflix, so uh, I can't yeah. afford another one uh, right that, now. <laughs> we, yeah, we've gone into a whole Disney, discussion about that. Disney Plus is they Disney. They are making that one. Disney, HBO, Stars. I mean, you don't have the VHS of those? <laughs> 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 I do. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'm I'm very excited but to see this show come out eventually mm-hmm. because, like, yeah, definitely. I, I need more content of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And you know more content, <laughs> um, and they can do so much with it too. They like could. we're not restricted to like you know only three part out of right. three books. You know we're, they have multiple seasons. They can just spread everything mm-hmm. out yep. into. and like have a season based on one character, or like have a right. season mm-hmm. based on like you know a group. You know for one season, like I think that'd be like really really cool. Um, it's probably the why they're keeping it so secretive yeah. <laughs> they're trying to come up with all these ideas to exactly do it. it's the kings before they got turned into Nazgul yeah that would be cool and then the ending is like oh they're the they're the mm. they're the ghosty boys <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys like have any predictions of like what this like could be about I'll stick with my original I'll stick with your original yeah okay because then I can be like take that see internet first <laughs> 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 it 
So you get some major brownie points for that. Yeah, so. <laughs> get some serious internet points on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> there was one thing I wanted to talk about um, with The Hobbit before we really dive in here. Um, I will say, like, I, I think the 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 whole production of this movie before it came out was trouble too. Like, you know, what's yeah. I think it was like what two thousand three when Return of the King came out. Like, yeah, and then an extended edition. Two thousand three. Yeah. Return well, of the King? I thought it was, I think it was two thousand four, wasn't it? Or the extended edition came out two thousand four. Okay. Holy cow! I feel. How <laughs> <laughs> do you oh, think I feel? I watched this when I was six. <laughs> like, man. I was born in ninety eight, so this yeah. is like two years after I was born is when they finally like released them. It right. They gonna feel... take me as a baby to the theater to watch it. <laughs> it just doesn't feel that long ago. Like I saw Fellowship in theaters. And I guess yeah. like, we did the math, and it's like, gosh, I was like ten or eleven when I saw. Well, if it. you think about watching The Hobbits, though, too, that was back uh, in two thousand eleven or something, oh or two thousand twelve was when the first one that I came remember, out. Yeah, I remember being in Grand Valley and hearing people talk about it being in, in, like, in, middle in middle film school. school. Yeah, uh, middle school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy, like how much time has passed, and like, yeah, I remember, um, I remember like once the movie came out, like this is. Like, around 2004, 2005, I got into, like, the internet uh, IMDb, mm-hmm. like, the internet you know, movie database, and I remember I used to research all this stuff. So, like, this movie, like, was actually starting their pre-production back, like, in 2005. Really? And, like, I was, like, following this for years. And, like, I remember, like, it was only going to be two movies, which I was like, whoa, that's cool. You know, like, you know, there wasn't much, you know, to do with the first Hobbit book. So, like, you know, they have two movies to work with. And, um... I basically was like just following it through and such. And like Guillermo del Toro, the guy who did um, Hellboy, was going to be doing um, the movies, which I'm like, oh, cool. But like, where's Peter Jackson? Where's Peter Jackson? You know, where's Peter? (laughs) (laughs) And he was busy with King Kong at the time. So, like, you know, that is actually a terrifying movie. I I can't watch Peter Jackson's King Kong without getting horrible nightmares after watching it. It's like that's one with Jack Black in it, yeah, and it has those like uh, oh, slug that monsters. Bug in the scene, yeah, is disgusting. I think <laughs> that's disgusting. the only one that I've seen. I've... Yeah, it's. Oh man, I get nightmares every. It's guaranteed. It's they like watching a, Jumanji um, ride or something yeah. in Universal, right oh. next to Jurassic Park, and mm-hmm. it's it was being built when we went there. Yeah, and you oh. can just see it though, like you could see the mountains and stuff, like, and it looks like the island. I actually oh, went on that terrifying. ride. Did you? In, in How 2016. did it? Yeah. Um, it was because like there was a there was a King Kong ride at Universal like years ago. Right. It was the um the the subway car version, which was based on the seventies Kong. Which that one was a lot of fun, and like there was like a giant King Kong animatronic that was like you could see like it was there. It wasn't a screen. It was like oh giant monkey hand is going the reach for me. This is cool. <laughs> but the Kong Skull Island ride, I was kind of disappointed because really? it was, like you're in a you're like in these you're in these like cars and you know, you're going through and there's like a 360 like screen that shows the whole island and you're like the car's moving you know the so you it's know, not actually moving moving through no, anything it's no just you're like you're, sitting there when do we get yep. to the ride this yeah. is the ride <laughs> basically and like the car finally moves after kong saves you from the the t-rexes and like then you see a half torso kong animatronic looking at you and like making grunting noises I will say the coolest thing about it though is like when he opens his mouth, you can smell bananas, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Cause like, you what, know, they just pipe banana smells in. Like yeah. You get like a big old fan and they put like a basket of bananas yeah. in front of it. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, cue the bananas. Dude's got to eat, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, and that was it. And I'm just like, 
did the outside of it at least look cool? Oh, it looked oh, like yeah. the island, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the whole island, you know, waiting queue is, like, really cool. And, you know, it's authentic to, like, the Peter Jackson King Kong. And, like, it looked cool. Like, you know, it's... I'd but say, it was disappointing to ride. It, I'd say do it once if you go there again. And, like, just to check it out while it's still there. Because it right. could be torn down in 10 years I'm from now. I'm surprised the Jurassic Park one is still there. Well, it just got remodeled to... Uh, the Jurassic their, World one? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I saw a video of it, of the... Uh, um, Los Angeles, the Hollywood one, and it looked cool. Like okay. it looked, and it's still the same ride, but like it's got a few things different. I feel with it. like the park one is kind of cool though, because like it's older and it still has all the stuff from the movies in mm-hmm. it. And like, I mean, I, I like Jurassic World, but like, yeah, it's it was way too high tech and everything. Yeah. And they made a dinosaur, a hybrid dinosaur. Like, yeah. are you serious? That's all you could come up with. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I know last year when. Um, I think it was like episode five or something like that. I was like in a Jurassic Park binge mood <laughs> back then. And like I was reading the books and everything. So like I was kind of like enveloped in this stuff. And Fallen Kingdom came out that year. And I back then I said it was a fun movie. Looking back on it now, it's not a good movie, guys. It's, it's not, not a good movie. It took me, I think I literally just watched that probably two months ago for yeah. the first time. Like I just had no desire to go see it's it. It's too goofy. Like it, it looks, it feels like a cartoon. It's not like, like the park movies at all. Not at all. And like, you know, I love the first Jurassic Park movie and like um, Lost World. I know not let me, not let people like it. I like it. It's a guilty pleasure movie for me. <laughs> yeah, I like Lost World. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like you get to see the T Rex go through San Diego. Like that's awesome. <laughs> and um, yeah, just like the the newer Jurassic Park movies. Like this third one, I I don't know what's gonna happen. Like it's gonna be like oh, there's Jurassic, another one. Yeah, there's one coming out what? in 2021. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they got it. I thought they, they ended it. it. It it did seem conclusive, but no, they do have a third one coming out and. I'm guessing it's with the dinosaurs like a, all in the cities and stuff. No and, way. Yeah, because yeah, like all the all those people that were in the second movie of this trilogy, like they were buying those dinosaurs and such for like war. Oh yeah. So now I'm thinking like, oh, it's gonna be Jurassic War. War source. <laughs> <of> Jurassic World. <laughs> war source. Jurassic World War or something like that. You know. War source. <laughs> so like you say a giant like cannon attached to a Triceratops or like you know <laughs> God, a T Rex that has like roller skates. And how do you like take that down? <laughs> like how do you take a I, dinosaur I, down? I don't. I don't know. Um, but they released a short film, uh, I think like about a week ago, I think. And it takes place after Fallen Kingdom. And there's like this family that's camping out in the um, California Red Forest. And um, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, suddenly like Triceratops and this giant um, Allosaurus comes in. And like, it's actually really good. It's actually way better than the two Jurassic World movies that came out. Like, <laughs> I, I'm on. I'm honest. Like, like it's, they just creep up on the campers. It's a lot more terrifying because they're trying to stay quiet, but they have an infant that's crying, oh. and it's attracting the Allosaurus to like come inside the trailer and eat all the humans and such. And like, it's actually like really well done. I'm like, why wasn't this a movie? Like, why right. does this have to be a short on YouTube? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say the Triceratops has been very underrepresented yes. in dinosaur uh, film, and yeah. uh, I think it's time we started like a union for for Triceratops <laughs> to get them a try more better. A try. <laughs> Look at this guy over here. I like that. Hey, you're not the only one with puns here. I like that. that good. <laughs> um, yeah, we went, uh, what can I say, off topic on that? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, th- there is actually a thing that I think that like is getting a lot more popular now is Lord of the Rings memes, like on Facebook. Oh my it's oh, yeah. insane. It's kind of like prequel memes from Star Wars yeah. on Reddit. It's starting, we're starting to get way more Lord of the Rings stuff. And, and like a lot of them, like, 
are like done where like they cut a scene from the film and they add like text to it. But yeah. like a lot of it is like very relatable. Like mm-hmm. I mean the classic one that most people who know about this is obviously one does not simply walk into Mordor. Right. Yeah. But the funny thing is though, that clip like they showed the picture of him going like, you know, he's holding his fingers up like this. Sorry, listeners, you can't see it, but you know, he's pitching <laughs> his fingers together. And, you know, that's actually when you watch the movie though, he doesn't say it that part. He says it like you know, while he's standing up and walking, right. like, no, 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 this is a gift. You know, like he's mm-hmm. talking about that. Like, that's the scene. It's like a totally different. It's part. totally different, but like, it's still you, you still get it though. You don't need mm-hmm. the exact clip of it. You know, but um, those are my favorite. I think <laughs> I remember one night, like, just scrolling through Pinterest, and I went on Lord of the Rings memes, and I just found a bunch of them. And I just oh, kept yeah. reading them all, I was just like <laughs> laughing at them. Yeah. And I love the one where it's like, it's more of a recent one, but like, you know, for us, like, all right, then keep your secrets. Yep. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah, that one has really made a resurgence lately. I love that one. I, I love the part where like, you know, it, I think they were like um, showing like Area 51 raid or whatever. And like, you know, yep. the guards aren't like, I'm like, all right, you keep your secrets. Then. <laughs> or like when you have like um, bilingual parents and like they talk in their, another language that you're not familiar with, like, all right, you keep your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> But there's this, um, if you guys are like dying to get like some Lord of the Rings memes, um, there is a channel on YouTube, I believe called Lord of the Rings. You know, like it's someone misspelling the, cause you know, you're typing fast and you don't, you don't care what is misspelled, <laughs> but it's like T E H the rungs or something. Like, that. like it's so <laughs> funny. They do like a lot of video edits and like, there's this one of like, um, it's from fellowship and like Gandalf is like knocking on Bilbo's doors. Like, <laughs> but the thing is that it's not like knock 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 he's like no 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 they keep on like repeating the frame <laughs> he's like no thank you and he's like well how about very old friends opens the door bilbo no <laughs> the door in reverse. i don't know why i just laugh at that all the time see back in college we had uh, a video editing class where we did a, a project where we would take a film and we would recut it yep. to make a movie trailer I that, that was a different genre than the movie was. <laughs> so, for example, I did 500 Days of Summer, a romantic comedy, as a psychological horror thriller. I recut it. <laughs> it ended up being a lot of fun. But I yeah. tried to do the same thing, actually, with Lord of the Rings to turn it into a romantic comedy. <laughs> and I didn't. I with never, Frodo and Sam? I never. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot to work with. I there never, is a lot. I use a lot of stuff from The Shire, too. And I never, like, I never finished it, but I got, like, I had this whole thing started, and I was just going through the movie, Dude. cutting little bits and pieces. Maybe it's time for me to go back I, to I it. I was about to say, like, we should post this on the Facebook page or, yeah. like, Instagram. Like, I think it'd be kind of cool. But I had some good stuff going, and it just, you know, I had kind of, like, just this. Uh, 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 some Marvin Gaye playing, you know, and like just <laughs> the Shire really helps pull it together. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, really excited to. Man, I need to jump back into that. Yeah. Get it's, that done. Is it all three or just one? I was just doing Fellowship as a romantic comedy. Okay. So what would you do as Two Towers then, if you had the choice then? Oh gosh, Two Towers as like Disney maybe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe Marvel. I don't know. There you go. That could be fun. Um, maybe Marvel, the marvelous Miss Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the marvelous of the rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just had this. I just had this memory. Um, I remember when I saw, you know how long the Lord of the Rings are? Like, obviously, like, going three hours over, and oh, even with the extenders, it's even longer. It is so hard to sit through all yeah. I tried to watch it all in one day. Yeah. It does not work. Oh, gosh. <laughs> with enough effort, you might be able to get it, though. Yeah. With enough um, energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when Return of the King came out in theaters, and I remember the movie was playing. I had to pee, like, 
really bad. And it was at the part where like um, Frodo is getting swooped by the eagles at Mount Doom. And I'm like, oh, it's finally ending. And then like, no, you have like 30 <laughs> minutes left of the movie to go through. And I remember Guess like, again. I was holding it in so much. And I'm like, I am not leaving. I, I am gone. not leaving. <laughs> I would have just done it. <laughs> hey, we got like soda cups all over the place. Right. <laughs> There's a spot. <laughs> I mean, it would be awkward no, hearing oh, someone yeah. pee in the <laughs> It's like quiet in the theater. You just hear some trickling behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear like someone sniff like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> People start leaving. <laughs> as long as you don't eat asparagus, no one will notice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but like, I remember like as soon as the movie ended, I darted for the bathrooms and I kid you not, I think it was a good 30 seconds I was peeing just straight. Like, I'm like, wow. I literally. Isn't it amazing when that happens? It's, I think the longest I've gone is like two minutes. What? what is happening? Is that healthy? I don't know. I don't think that's healthy, Chris. I thought it was just hydrated. <laughs> like, so, like, anytime I watch Lord of the Rings now, anytime I'm, I'm at the part that, where Frodo is part. on Mountain Doom, like, I always think, like, man, I have to go to the bathroom really bad. <laughs> Trigger. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's just like it, it, it's him like i i think of like a long movie all the time i just like i am not drinking anything yeah. before i go like even with endgame like i had like a bathroom policy I'm like nope i am not missing a single thing i don't know how people can just like walk off and leave even like a regular movie like i just like i want to know the I whole pray. story i want to know the whole experience i don't want to be left out because like you'll hear like hey, what happened? What happened? And obviously you can hear them, you know, and it just makes things frustrated and then you can't watch the movie because people are like asking what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just don't, unless you have to leave, don't leave guys. Like it just makes... Just wear a diaper. Yeah. (laughs) They make them for adults. (laughs) They do. We don't have any excuses as a society I mean, no one's going to know that you're wearing one. (laughs) And if they do, then you have a good... I mean, they'll understand. Yeah, exactly. We just need a YouTube or Instagram influencer to make diapers popular for people what would the what would the name of it be called um like soakers or oh that's no, sorry taken. that's right i like that that's good though <laughs> <laughs> i like my soakers Ugh. or yeah i'm just imagining, like <laughs> walking around in that yeah. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> but then you wouldn't wear underwear with it mm, that's that's true and what happens when you take it off then you unless just... you wear it on the outside but then you just look but then, really then you ruin your pants you just or look shorts. Just look really right. infl- it, wouldn't, it wouldn't bleed through. You would have the diaper they would take it off. <laughs> so you just look like really inflated underwear. So, so what you're saying is we have a diaper on the inside, then wear our pants and wear a diaper on the outside. So like that way it's like super soaked and like you don't have it ever leaking out or like am I getting this wrong? No, I was thinking like diaper, underwear, pants. Oh, but wouldn't your underwear get soaked? Yeah. I, I don't think not if it's if it's maybe, a, if if it's a, a heavy bad duty diaper, diaper yeah, maybe yeah. maybe damp maybe we get damp dampers right. damp. <laughs> there we go dampers kind of sounds like pampers dampers there it is um, have you guys ever played the Lord of the Rings games at all before oh yeah I played the GameCube one I got so mad at the Balrog and I stopped <laughs> <laughs> could never get further than that yeah I played the Shadow of Mordor games. Uh, Shadow of Mordor, and then there's some the sequel. Shadow of War. I yeah, think it's, it's so it's like a, such a similar name it, that they it, blend together. Yeah, it takes place like technically it's not considered huge quotations canon to the series, but like yeah. it's but it, whatever it, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> you just go around killing orcs. But like, it, isn't yeah. it like a, yeah. 
I know which one you're talking about. I watched yeah. my brother play it. It's like Assassin's yeah. Creed kind of gameplay where you you know you like sprint and you climb up anything mm-hmm. and then you drop down on them. <laughs> See, like I've wanted to play uh, Shadow of Mordor so much, and yeah. I actually got Shadow of Mordor for my it's PC. A, they're fun. And unfortunately, I didn't play much of it because my system couldn't handle it. Ooh. So I have to wait until get a new PC to ever like try that again, basically. Because oh. like I'm not gonna buy like you know the Xbox One version because like technically I already have it, so you know right. no big deal. <laughs> but I remember the Return of the King game on the PS2. Yep. And like it's the same as the GameCube one, and like I loved that game I so know, much. The PS2 like, ones were actually pretty good. And they had those like you know movie extras like yeah. if you do certain thing, if you be a certain level with a character, like oh you get to see Elijah Wood and um uh. Oh man, uh, Vigo Morgerson. Sure, why not? He, I don't think he was in it, but like I'll just use him. But like you get to see them like playing the games together. Like you never oh, really get that cool. anywhere else. Like that's just really cool, you know. Or Ian McKellen. He, he didn't know. No, he said he doesn't play. I, I think that I think I think of Patrick Stewart that plays games a little bit. I don't no, know. No, no, I, I, I remember. No, because I, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. There was like little videos about these from the actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I also just remember playing as like exclusively Legolas in this game, and just like <laughs> the two blades just yeah. whoosh, whoosh, just like just swiveling around <laughs> and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like a sparkler on the Fourth of July, <laughs> <laughs> waving it all over. Yeah, but I remember like um, there were other games that came out, but I never played them. Like there was um, Lego version for yeah. DS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one I had. Uh, I heard that one was fun too. And they, don't it was they, fun. Don't they use? Um, they don't actually use like actual voice actors for those, do they? Or do, yeah, because like, they just did the. They kind of uh, do the. Uh, uh, yeah. And the. Ah. It's like that's awesome. I would love to see a version of that. I might have to. I have to get it. Honestly, like it yeah. sounds fun. Um, but most of those other games are fun, though. Absolutely. Oh, I love the Lego Like the games. Star Wars ones, yes. the Harry Potter ones are I fun. I love when they fall off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a part. Um, huge was for Harry Potter, I guess, but we already talked about those. <laughs> but the Lego Harry Potter in Half Blood Prince, when Dumbledore dies, you know, it's a sad moment. But like in the Lego version, <laughs> he dives down and like his body, like his his lower torso, like his legs are sticking up out the ground. And you're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of spread eagle like on the ground, you just see like his legs like out above the ground, just like <laughs> just. I've always laughed at them. Like that's actually really funny. <laughs> um, but like there was also like um, what was it? I think it was called Lord of the Rings Conquest, where like it was like the um, Star Wars Battlefront version of Lord of the Rings, and I really wanted to play it, but I heard there was like really bad reviews for it, so I never played it. But mm. I kind of regret it because like I kind of want try it like lord of the rings like i want to try it all, as much as possible you know mm-hmm. um but it's not been that good because i've never heard of it yeah, so. yeah me neither there, then i guess maybe it was probably the best i didn't play then <laughs> i remember the board game the board game there's a yeah i it's not risk is it risk i don't know but my brother so obviously we love lord of the rings yeah <laughs> and um so my brother and my dad had this huge table in the basement mm-hmm. and they had the board out and it's just full of these little plastic yeah, orcs like, and like everything and it's mm-hmm. like i think it is risk. i think that sounds like risk because like you have armies to like you know right but it were there big like, old elephants too <laughs> no i wish that'd be cool <laughs> But, like, yeah. I used to, like, when they were done, it would take months for them to do this game. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, when they were done, I would secretly, like, go into my brother's room and take his little board <laughs> game. And I would just set up every single piece. And there was, like, 300 of these little guys. Wow. All Ooh. around the house, like, on the on the shelves. <laughs> and I would just set them all up. And my mom was like, 
what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, I'm playing with them. <laughs> I'm sure I've lost a few, but yeah, no, they have a board game for it. I've always wanted to play it, but I just, yeah. And now they make a Monopoly and like mm-hmm. everything. What was the, uh, so like if there's a Monopoly Lord of the Rings then, like what would be in place of like hotels and like, it was uh, like um play, like Isengard and oh, like cool. stuff like like scene or um places from the movie. Mm-hmm. And then I think Oh jail be Mordor or something. That's what I was saying. I was like, I think jail is Mordor. <laughs> yeah. Or um wherever Frodo got kept when oh, he got uh, taken. Kirith Uncle, I think the name yeah. of it is. Like that one orc tower. Mm-hmm. Rivendell um, has to be like the prime property. Like the oh, blue yeah, one? Easily. Yeah. yeah. Easily. That one and what else? Maybe the other elven. Oh, that Mark that tree wood? forest They're, place. Um, um, oh, what was that called? Oh, uh, where the blonde elf lives. Yeah, that the, that was Riven. That was. No. Oh no no! Are you talking about the giant tree village that's in yeah, there? The, the Is one, it in the Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings? Uh, Fellowship. Fellowship. Yeah, Fellowship. like Rivendale. Oh, the, and then the yeah. the white wood, the white pine. Was one uh, right after Moria. Okay. Right after Moria. This is bothering me. I gotta look this up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Mirkwood. Mirkwood. That's uh, yeah. Because that isn't that one? Because right. it's in um, Hobbit too. Yeah. When they go there and then the, they ask if they want food, or they were like get, getting all <laughs> mad and everything, and uh-huh. then Gandalf's like, "They're asking if you want food," <laughs> and then they're like talking about it they're like mm-hmm. mm-hmm and then it's just lettuce lothlorian <laughs> <laughs> Lof- that's okay. what it's called lothlorian so i could see those two being the prime real estates <laughs> yeah easily um i just i just remembered something funny that happened so when return of the king the theatrical one came out in dvd in like 2000 the summer of 2004 uh, around that time my dad got a new surround system <sighs> back then Ooh. and like back when we watch movies like you know we liked, you know, having good sound and, you know, we would, he still has it and it still works great. And like, he has to dial it to like 55 for like the, the prime, like not yeah. too loud, the prime experience, but the prime experience. I gotcha. And he never went really high except for one occasion. He went to 60. Oh, he went higher. <laughs> he, 61. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my parents were having a barbecue party going on. It was like their first one. And like, I remember um, we're all hanging around, and my dad, he kind of wanted to show off, like, you know, how good the sound system was. So he turned on, he had Lord of the Rings to turn the king in, and I'm just like, what's he doing? And he went to the part where all the Mumikil, the uh, the giant elephants, are in the Pelennor fields going against the Rohan riders. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, he didn't do 55. He went 90. And... 90 oh. and a 55? <laughs> <laughs> oh, pop a pop. <laughs> and I remember, like, things were shaking. Like, mm-hmm. it was really loud. And my mom was so angry at him. I was like, turn that down. You don't need it to be 90. He's like, but they got to experience it. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't need to be this loud. You're going to break something. <laughs> so we had to turn it down to, like, 60, basically. He's <laughs> like, I guess this is fine. <laughs> but that was, like... To the point where, like, I think I had, like, ear damage. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was the what? <laughs> But, like, that that was, like, always my favorite part of Return of the King as well, was that was that scene, you mm-hmm. know? Because, um, like, you think, like, they're killing off all the orcs, the ro- people from Rohan. And it's like, we saved the city! It's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just see, like, you know, loud thuds. And you just see this wall of, like, you know, the, 
like these Alifons and like so you hear that guy blow the horn and it's just like it's so it still gives me goosebumps even just thinking about it right now yeah, no i agree with you lord of the rings has so many and that's what i think i like about helm's deep the most because i feel oh like it was, it was the best about that yes helm's deep is my favorite battle and i don't get me wrong i love return of the king's battle as well but we just uh, watched that one like but, two nights ago is helm's deep gosh it's it's so <laughs> hopeless which makes it so like terrifying and especially when they're like sauron or saruman is sending them out he's a like, march to hell Helms deep, and you just hear the clang, 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 yeah. clang, and that's like, oh my gosh! And um, <laughs> just, it's like the ultimate, like backs up against the wall, no chance. This mm-hmm. is it. Isn't We're all gonna the part die. Where the blonde elf dies. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but that's exactly what I'm getting at. Is like, it's like it's helpless. Lord of the Rings has these moments where everything seems bleak, and then you get help from friends or something. Like all of a sudden, it's like, like obviously uh, this was gonna happen. Yeah, and but... then and then you get the elves show up, and you're like, damn, mm-hmm. they came through. Those G's, the elves. They, I think my favorite part on that is when Gimli and Aragorn are standing yeah, on the edge, and yes. he's like. Toss me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? Can I? <laughs> and he's like, don't tell the elf. <laughs> and, and like the best moment that still gives me goosebumps is it's like they just got to make it to dawn. And then as soon as dawn cracks, it's like the Rohan, yeah. Gandalf. And you're like, okay, these we did it, fellas. These boys. Fellettes, we made it. We made it. <laughs> fellettes. And then they just come in there. Oh, yeah. I'm I, goosebumps just thinking about it. You know, when you're saying goosebumps like that, the biggest goosebump moment for me, I'd probably say in the whole series besides the Balrog part, was when Treebeard finds out that the other oh, trees yes. and Ents have were chopped down. And like he was telling like the he story. He just walks out and then yeah. it's like empty. Just and, silent. And I remember like, you know, the music faded out and like he's just standing there with Mary and Pippin. And he's like, Man, you got these trees from my friends. He's like, I, I know these guys since that they were acorns. He's like they had voices. It's weird to think about it. Like, yeah, it is <laughs> like acorns. And, and then, like, he looks down towards Isengard. He's like, Sarmon. So and, like, he does his roar, and then the March of the Ents theme happen. And yep. you see all the different kinds of Ents coming out of the woods, even after Mary Pippin's failure at the the council of the ends <laughs> we like, just finished saying good morning to me that <laughs> <laughs> and they just look like dumbfounded yeah. like, to me that's that's the end game of deforestation right there yeah you, you, you go push them too far and you're gonna have a bunch of angry trees storming your castle exactly so uh, you know keep that in mind everybody and then like you know as it's marching on and then you see mary go like yes <laughs> like, last Ooh, march what? of the ends and like you know then suddenly all of Isengard just gets demolished, yeah. and like just just, nature, <laughs> yep. nature wins over Taking you know over. machinery and everything, and like it's industry so cool, you know, and like just think, man, I'm getting right now. <laughs> just think about it, and like it, and then like you barely get to see them in Return of the King a little bit, but like right. I'm so glad that like you know we got to see them, you know, have their moment, and just like you don't screw around with the ants. They are powerful people, and like how like I like how they're like true neutrals too, like. It's like, how come, which side are you on? It's like, I'm on nobody's side because nobody's on my side. I'm like, right. yo, this guy's cool. <laughs> and totally realized that they killed all yeah. his friends. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, uh, this thing about it is just so cool. I, I love that. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's about the end of, for this episode here. Just want to thank you again, Anna, for coming on this episode. Glad of to be course. able to talk about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and uh, for all you fellowship people out there, just want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Going Off Topic and have a good one. Fellowship.
Hey everybody, thanks again for checking us out in this episode of Going Off Topic. We're available on other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And while you're on it, go ahead and give us that little five-star rating and review because the more ratings and reviews we have, the more listeners we get, and we get more exposed. And any support helps us out a lot. And I promise it's not just a huge ego boost, even though it is sometimes. Go ahead and check us out on our social as well, which is facebook.com slash goingofftopic. From there, you can receive the latest notifications about updates, news, and episode uploads of Going Off Topic. But once again, Chris and I want to thank you for joining us in this episode, and we hope to see you in the next. Like, it's insane. But... I remember when The Hobbit came out, though, they... Um, had a showing for mm. the last habit. They had a showing for two days before it that you could come and see both of them before you go and see yeah. the last one. I was like, like they just watch it straight through for two days. I was like, I wish I could have gone <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah, that reminds me of the, um, I think it was like before Avengers Endgame came out. Yeah. They were like promoting like, oh, you get to watch all the MCU movies all at once. I'm like, oh, that actually sounds pretty cool. I looked into it though. It's like, you have movies. to live tweet your reactions like every minute of the movies i'm like for a thousand dollars i'm like that seems really repetitive and really unnecessary why would you do that i I couldn't type that much no no but like like you know 3608 of incredible hulk wow that was cool (laughs) (laughs) next tweet (laughs) oh man yeah i i watched all of them before i went and saw endgame oh you did i well when we had that polar vortex oh yeah i was stuck in my the house i live in now but i was house Mm -hmm. sitting for them Mm -hmm. i was stuck in that house for three days because we didn't have work and so i just watched them straight through yeah and it was amazing but i was like i probably won't watch these again for a while because there's (laughs) so many oh yeah like was it like 23 or 24 24. now well there was when i watched it before endgame and captain marvel came out it was 22 yeah so I think I ended on Infinity War, so anything okay, after gosh, that right. I yeah. didn't watch. But I didn't like Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It has, and then she's barely in it in Endgame. But yeah, because they didn't think she was gonna be that. Like they didn't think yeah. that movie was right. Gonna I mean, hit that, that was kind of the same thing with Black Panther and Infinity War. Like they didn't think that the Black Panther movie would be as popular. But oh boy, were they wrong. Oh. <laughs>